podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello there, my name is Miles Jupp and I'm just interrupting you as you listen to whatever it is that you actually want to listen to to tell you about the second series of Middle Please Umpire. Middle Please Umpire is a podcast that I, Miles Jupp, if you weren't concentrating when I first introduced myself only moments ago, that's not a criticism, your thoughts are your own and you must focus them wheresoever you yourself choose, host with Mark Wood, the 95 mile an hour bowling, England playing World Cup winning Northumberland hailing cricket lunatic Mark Wood. It's another series of episodes of the two of us talking about cricket and indeed any other stuff that springs to mind both with each other and also with a succession of frankly illustrious guests. We lift the lid on Mark's life as an international sportsman, basically he spends a lot of time icing himself, and take you on a whistle-stop journey through the windmills of his mind. I, a mere fan, listen agog, giggle excitedly and try and draw comparisons with my own rather more mundane existence. All episodes of Middle Please Umpire are available right now from your favourite podcast providers. Welcome to this week's episode of the Spurs Show in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur. Three wonderful guests tonight to look back at the, uh, God, another excruciating performance (laughs) at the weekend. And then we're going to look ahead to a big game, Man United coming up at the weekend. Uh, And we'll talk about everything else to do with Spurs. Joining us, you heard his dulcet tones there spilling in. Walking all over my intro. <laughs> he's back, he's back, he's on the right track. Phil Cornwell, how are you, Phil? Mike, sorry, mate, I'm so sorry. I can't help it, it's a Tourette-y thing I am, <laughs> isn't it? I've got to get him in size 10 in there. But it's lovely to be back, it's lovely to be uh, virtually here. Lovely to see you. How, how have you been? Well, you know, up and down, you know, uh, but pretty good, really, you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, having said that, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going into Jimmy Hill, but uh, I'm all right, mate. I'm here. I'm in the ball game. I'm here. Spurs, Spurs don't, Spurs don't help my mental health. No, we're just saying that off air. We're just saying I, that wish off I, air. I wish I didn't care, you mm. know. Well, no, well, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, because I think we all kind of agree with you. Also joining us, uh, he's back again, the musician, Jar Wobble returns. How are you, Jar? Everything's always good with me, apart from Tottenham. They just. I mean, I mean, we are. I mean, we're just breaking. Danny Fenton returns. Danny Fenton from Zigzag TV. How are you, Danny? I'm like on a roller coaster, Phil. I'm going up and down with Tottenham, and I, want, I feel so sick, and I want, and I want to get off this roller coaster. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but nobody lets me off it. Stop the ride. I want to get off. Exactly. I think Larry Rossiter said that once, didn't he? Was that one of his lines? Oh, stop the ride. I want to get off. I can't remember. You know, it, it's extraordinary. We we're sort of just saying, just off air. Uh, those of you listening at home, we're all men of a certain age. And yet, I can't remember a time. And there's some of you will go, oh, but, you know, three points off top four. Oh, League Cup final. I, I've, I've never felt so down supporting Spurs. And, and you know, we've all witnessed the, the relegation season and the mid-90s. And maybe maybe it's the advent of social media, Jar. Maybe that sort of magnifies it even more. It's not just you and a couple of mates in a pub moaning or moaning to the family. It, maybe everything's just magnified, but it's just so depressing at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. It's very. It's I guess social media tends to accentuate things. It's it's a good idea to stay away from it uh, to 
at times with it. But um, this is very poor, you know, and it is a car crash. It's been, it's remarkable that we're only three points off the top four. But we all know we're not going to get in the top four. We all know that. And that we'd probably do well to get in the Europa League. You say that, but let's face it, how many of us, when Chelsea... Uh, lost to West Brom. How many of us then looked at the table and went, oh, God, win tomorrow, goal difference, oh, you know, United. And you, you start believing, don't you, Phil? This is the thing. Yes. You start thinking, well, we could do this. I'm with Joe. That, um, just, it, it's kind of quite painful, in a way, watching Tottenham. Uh, there's this uh, the odd moment of, oh, oh, no, we're looking all right. And then, oh, no, no, we're back to... <laughs> Uh, and I don't know what it... I mean, Joe, it's very easy to blame Jose and all that obviously sets them up, doesn't he? Um, but uh, I think there's a disconnect, clearly some sort of disconnect there because we've got really... We've got good players, haven't we? We've got quality players. But it just uh, seems that sometimes they don't bloody turn up, obviously. But the Newcastle game, I don't know what anyone else thought, but it was quite underwhelming in a way, wasn't it? Or Danny, just well, you're you're at St George's training ground at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, you're in some kind of uh, you're doing a bit of filming with the England manager, I believe. I am. I'm, I'm trying to tap him up to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to 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 become the next Tottenham manager. No, well, mm. I might I might do. I think the best thing anybody said this week about Tottenham was we never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity, <laughs> and I think that is brilliant. That is so true because being a Tottenham fan. It's like being in an abusive relationship. You know, you get yeah. you, you get beaten up. You, you get Sorry. beaten up, but then you want to give them another chance and you let them back in again. And then they beat you up again. I, um, um, I've i got a, a sort of small WhatsApp group. I think you're on it with Daniel. I think with, uh, you know, a few Spurs fans. And, you know, occasionally when a game's not very exciting, like uh, the weekend, you start messaging, you know, you're slagging this player off, that player off. And on 82 minutes, I just think I'd said to everyone, telling you now, get on to William Hill. I think it was six to one now. Newcastle equaliser. And a few of us did. A few of us did because we know we're Spurs fans. We all saw the equaliser coming. We all knew it. It was like printing free money. It's just... But I mean, John, let's start with you looking back at the thing, the, the lineup. When the when the team was announced, let's face it, most of us and we talked about this uh, before and after the Villa game. Let's go with this team now. We all pretty much went okay. Yeah, Rodon's in again. Sanchez, Tanganga, all good. Okay, Son not fully fit. We're all kind of happy, I think, in fairness, with the lineup. But unlike the Villa game, where we had a bit of a wobble first five ten minutes. We were basically wobbling for 90 minutes, weren't we, at the back? Well, Sanchez, you know, him and, him and Dyer have been very disappointing. If there was that time last year, and even earlier this season, when they played well, remember against United last season in the, mm. one, I think it was 1-1. And I think Dyer gave away a penalty yes. in that game. But it was generally, they both played very well. I think we most of us were very afraid when we saw the lineup of that game, thinking, what is Mourinho doing? And then afterwards, it writes, well, Mourinho's a genius. He's getting these guys to play as a team. But that's all gone backwards now. You know, it's terrible. Sanchez was absolutely... I don't like saying it, but he was awful. Wilk has been absolutely awful. And you look at these... You think they're, they're not that bad. They can't be that bad. And, that you know, you just wonder, you know, I must admit, I was happy when... Mar I wasn't happy with how Pochettino... We all think Pochettino wasn't backed with with recruitment-wise. 
I personally was happy when Mourinho came in because I thought he was going to be a heavy manager with gravitas. That's what the club needs. And he'll implement sensible tactics and stuff. And for a while, it looked like we were getting somewhere. I came on this show just on the back of those one nil victories. You came on just before the Brighton game and you weren't careful about Brighton and you, and you were right from memory. Yeah, and I think I've gone up at the Fulham game. I caught, you could sense. And now I'm afraid it's one of those situations at Tottenham. You look at it. For me, the owners, everything stopped squarely at the, at the doorstep of Enic. You know, I don't think, okay, it's not all bad. We've finally got this great stadium, which means financially you can compete. But there's been a lot of one step forward, two step backwards shenanigans over the years. That's not right. I'm really thinking what it's, you know, with Mourinho is that kind of personality type. We all know you get it in showbiz, you know, um, you get it with with some, you know, with, with lead singers and people, you know, it's you get it with some politicians, you know, it's kind of like the age of the narcissist at the moment, you know, and you that that documentary, which I thought was pretty kitchen cheap, was the Mourinho show. And that bothered me. Because it wasn't about Tottenham, it was about Mourinho, and it was about and it was about being on brand. You know what really bothers me is that bloody advert, the special one with Mourinho. And every time we throw a game away, the next advert that comes up in the break is Mourinho going, "Oh, I'm the special one. I've won everything." And and at the end of the day, with Mourinho, he he is responsible. He, you know, all of us believe Toby Alderweireld should be. First name on the team sheet, a centre-back. He's, he, he's alienated so many people. He's ended up with Rodon and Tanganga because they're the only people he hasn't alienated. And now he's dug them out after the game, told, told them that they're not good enough. And he, he's actually going to run out of players to pick because actually, who, who actually still wants to play for him? You know, other than Mora and Kane, I don't even know if Son wants to be... I don't even know if Son wants to be there. Who, who actually wants to pay... Who actually wants to play for that guy anymore? Well, the 16-year-olds probably on the bench would be quite happy to come on. <laughs> Phil, you just sort of said right at the top there, do you think this squad is good enough to push for top four and whatever? Obviously, a lot of people at the moment are going, oh, it's not his fault. Oh, it's the, the team isn't good enough. But they were good enough when we were beating Man United 6-1. They were good enough when, you know, we beat beating Man City 2-0. They must be in that 25-man squad, 14, 15 players that can uh, achieve things, Phil. Or are you one of these fans that thinks it's not his fault? It's been a lack of investment that the Jar just mentioned there. New players would have come in. This is a serial winner. It, 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 you can't put it all on him. Where do you stand, Phil? No, it, it is good enough. Of course, it's bloody good enough. You look at that squad, definitely. Um, I just, uh, I just imagine, because I, I, I don't know. I'm not privy to the, you know, the inner workings of the club or what's actually happening. We only speculate, don't we? Um, but there is a, 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 a word disconnect, really. That's all I can say. Some sort of disconnect with what Mourinho is trying to get across and what they're actually doing. Um, the problem is with Mourinho, he gets in his own way, which is uh, which is why he always ends up having to leave. Um, he's a winner. He's a winner. Um, he is. And I think he's good value. And I love watching his, his press conferences and how he feels questions. I love it. It's, he's a master at it. But there's, um, 
his ego gets in the way, unfortunately, bless him. Uh, and of course, he alienates the players and then they don't want to play for him anymore. And you look up someone like Gareth Bale. I mean, my God, what has happened there? Uh, he showed little glimpses of it and um, he, he's gone, he's regressed again, hasn't he? I don't know. We've got all these players. They're there. We're good enough to be in the top four. Uh, we are. I think we are with the, with the squad we got. I really do believe that. But um, I, we won't, as you said. We probably won't. It'll be a bit of a miracle, won't it? And I just say with Mourinho, against Arsenal, it was screaming out for changes to be made and he didn't. Yeah. In fact, he made yeah. it worse. He made it worse when we ended up with Ali and Bell on the pitch at the same time against an energetic young Arsenal team. Mistake. And it, it was too slow out the traps on against Newcastle, you know? Um, and in fact, didn't even make that. Like, we needed to stiffen the midfield up at least, you know? And so I'm starting to wonder at some of his decisions and tactical nows now. Yeah, and I think, like yeah. all of us, I think, is this some... Um, I even wonder, is it a game he's playing with Levy? That look, look, look what you've given me. I asked you to buy this player and that player you didn't. Well, okay. Well, he, I mean, in fairness, in fairness, he did spend a lot of money at uh, the beginning of the season. Uh, Danny, but, you know, you could argue, again, it's individual errors. Look at the first Newcastle goal. Tanganga out of defence straight to one of their players. Ball came back. Sanchez straight to the same player. Holbier didn't... didn't tackle on the, on the edge. Next minute, Rodon was the only central defender effectively in the box. 1-0 down. How can you blame Jose? I mean, you could blame him because, as, as we said, he puts the players on the pitch. But once they're on the pitch, these are professional footballers. You can't blame him for individual defensive errors. I don't, I don't agree. You know, you change, you change the defence every single game. You don't build any confidence. You know, Sanchez, you know, he should be nowhere near the team. I call him 50p head because he, he, he can't head the ball straight. It always comes off at an angle. He, he spends half, half the time on the floor. He's, he's, a, he's you know, really... You know he's, he's he's not picking his best team. He's giving none of the, He's not giving them any confidence. And you know, as, as Josh said, you know, tactically, we're we're setting up against you know mid mid table mediocre rubbish teams like Arsenal and Newcastle. Um, you know, and we're, let, we're letting them come at us. We're, we're sitting back against and Fulham even. You know, we're letting those and Brighton. We're just. We're, we should be just going for it in, in games. You know, I think we, we said before about the Everton game in the, in the FA Cup, we lost 5-4, but most of us were quite happy with that because we went toe-to-toe with them. Yeah. And if we did go toe-to-toe with teams, with our strikers, we could we could actually beat teams. But some some of the games have just been so painful to watch. And I look, I really wanted to back the guy. I really wanted to believe that he was he was a winner and I probably gave him longer than most Tottenham fans did. Same with me. Same with me. Yeah. It got it got it got to a point, and I can tell you the point actually. The point for me was actually Liverpool away because I thought at that point we go there, we win this, we, we we're top of the league. I'm laughing. We're top of the league, and we didn't. We just rolled over. But you can't blame him for Stephen Bergfine running through with the keeper to beat and hitting the post for us to go two one up. Can you? And they get a last-minute goal for Mourinho. How is that Jose Mourinho's fault? Because te- we didn't deserve to win that. I mean, you know, tactically, the way we set out, you know, you could say against West Ham, you know, well, you know, we deserved to draw. We started playing the last five minutes when we were 2-1 down. You know, we started playing the last five minutes against Arsenal when, when we were losing. We started playing the last five minutes against Dynamo Zagreb. You know, we needed one goal against Dynamo Zagreb. You said about, sorry, just one other thing. You said about putting on, putting on the bet on you know it, it was odds you know odds on well look we've dropped 15 points from winning positions 
Of course, it's a, it's, a, it's an obvious bet. <laughs> True. I wanted to just float this though. The reality is actually how easy, uh, how doable is it to get rid of Mourinho in the current financial environment? Well, this is the thing. I mean, it's. Uh, it, I mean, he. I mean, just, just, well, just. I mean, I'll, I'll do more odds later. But William Hill. Uh, Jose not to be there first game next season. He's now six to four, six to four. <laughs> William Hill not to be there first game. That's obviously come in, so he's there's a good chance. He, look, I mean, look, it, it, it will cost him a lot of money, will it not, Daniel Levy? Uh, well, apparently, apparently, if we don't qualify for Europe at all, it gets slashed. The money, the payment gets slashed. So, oh, you've weird. What in his contract? Yeah, that was in a paper. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's interesting. So, you know, do you do you, do you hope we don't qualify for Europe and he gets a cheap payoff? Do you hope that we win the league? See, the thing is, if we win the league cup, he will go. Well, that's what that was the best that anyone could ever achieve with that rubbish at Tottenham. I, you know, I won them a trophy. The year ends in one. Thank you and good night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, who would be happy with the with the league? I kind of would be actually. I, I can't because a trophy. It, look, we all want a trophy. Don't get me wrong. We all remember that great day out against Chelsea. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, we we, we all know. It. We'd love to beat Man City at Wembley. It'd be absolutely tremendous. Don't get me wrong. But I think there's a lot of Spurs fans out there going. But if we win the League Cup, does that mean we've got him again next season? Does it mean we have another season of this turgid, disjointed football? I mean, jar the the, the equaliser. We then went two one up. A bit lucky with the equaliser. Harry Kane, 2-1, brilliant goal. And we're all sitting there, Jar, going, get the third, get the third, get the third. So the second half, second half, second half, we came out. And again, it's like, what's this? They go, what are we doing? And you're waiting. I know we had the break and Lamella didn't play it. He should have played it to Sun earlier. But that aside, and next minute, their equaliser, Rodon, Sanchez bumping into each other, players, Lamella not tracking back with Willock. I mean, it's it's like Sunday league football. The worst thing for me, a, a ball in, they were able to get crosses in, especially from the right. No pressure on the ball at all. None. They were actually, it's, it's like a training game where the ball rolled back. It was like a dead ball a lot of the time from the right, that right. Able to look up, put the ball, find their man. Sanganga didn't cover himself with any glory, you know. He's over eager to try and attack the ball, as you're told to do. But it's not a right back. He's not a right. He's, he's not a full back. And when it, when uh, we would have all seen the camera zoom in on the likes of Winks and Ali and Bell all having a bit of a laugh and a joke on the bench, and I wasn't offended at them having a laugh. I'm just looking, thinking there's some talent sitting there. And I, I, I remember back with Ramos, you know, when we won the League Cup and. Everything was fantastic, and then we won the League Cup. Then we didn't win. We I think one more run. game, terrible run. No, yeah. And Redknapp came in. Yeah, and yeah. We, we had a we had a better squad then than we have now. And you can't tell me another manager would come in and just get a tune out of that squad. Too late now because there's only like eight games left or something. You know. Yeah. No. I, no. I don't, I don't think he'll go. He won't. He won't go before the end of the season. No, but do no, do you think? No. But do you think Jar? Come what may, um, you know, you know, win or win or lose the league cup, should he be there uh, in the beginning of next season? The essential. I've now fed up with him. I've got to say, I've, you know, I, I, it took me a time. I stuck with him, and I'm not sure now. I think he's got that kind of, as I say, he's that 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 thing. We all, that he, you know, he fell out with people at United. Second spell at Chelsea. It looks like he's doing the same. Alienate certain players. The problem with Tottenham is in the DNA. 
that thing of giving up winning positions, I remember mentioning it on here. I remember against Derby County in the FA Cup in 73. Yeah, I remember that, Joe. Remember that? Roger Davis. January, January 73. We've always had that in us, that weakness. We've never really, I'm 62, I just missed out on the doubles team. We've never been a really serious elite team, not really, in all the time I supported. There's times we've had very decent players, but we have a pattern where Campbell went and he talked about how the squad, they, he, he got fed up, they didn't strengthen the squad. Sheringham said the same. Same stick. Well, I stuck around. I love Tottenham, but they didn't strengthen the squad. They didn't do the right things. I left. Berbatov left. You know, obviously it's looking like, I'll be, I'll be more surprised if Kane is there next year. They may get another year out of him because of the circumstances. But, but, but something needs to change with, with the owners. They even, you know, new owners come in or some new investor comes in. It needs, you know, it'd be great for me if Levy steps aside. Well, I mean, Danny, do you think that's fair? Jars of Fetri said, under Enoch, 20 years, there hasn't been enough investment. And he's cited there various players saying it. That's a completely valid point, isn't it? Lovely training, lovely training uh, pitch and stadium aside. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate on Go that, on. Mike, because I think, you know, I think the the the, the era under Sugar was <clears throat> was terrible. We were, yeah. you know, we were uh, never, you know, once I think we finished in the top ten in that whole era under Sugar. You know, we we've been a top, you know, six team for the last. 20 years really and 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 we've been you know we finished in the Champions League positions in three out of four seasons we we've overperformed really our expectations are so high as a club but we don't we don't have the resources of, of other clubs we don't pay the wages we don't buy the you know the the, the level of players and just picking up on what what, what Jar said I mean the, my feeling is whatever happens in this summer there's going to be upheaval if Mourinho stays, you're going to see a mass exit. I mean, I, I don't know how many people can get out of the exit at one time, but you know, <laughs> that, that, you know there could be there could be up to up to 14 players I, I can count in the squad that Mourinho would want to get out or they would want to get out. If if Mourinho goes and a new manager comes in, there's going to be upheaval also because he's going to want to change things, bring in his own players, whatever. So we are at a fundamental moment in the history of Tottenham. And I think, you know, change of ownership isn't necessarily going to be the answer to that because we've got to try and transition our playing squad, you know, and, and who, who in that current squad do we want to stay? Who's actually, you know, that's if they want to stay, but which players do we actually want to keep at the club? Well, I mean, obviously, you 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 keep Hugo there. Although I, you know, I think his time is near at the end. But I think you keep him there. You'd obviously keep Kane and Son there, and Undumbele and Holbie, and some of the younger players coming through as well. But you're right. There, there is a big look. This big clear I've been talking about. Uh, we've been trying to talk about this for since Pochettino's been there. That churn of players hasn't been there. And I think most of us agree the reason we're where we are now, if there's one single reason, is investment in 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 the squad in the last few four or five years hasn't been there. But you know, go but you know, going back in fairness to, to Enoch and Daniel Levy, game playing devil's devil's advocate, is 
the whole reason why, well, sorry, not the whole reason, one of the main reasons they built the stadium was to get the gate receipts in to start earning the serious money that Man United earn and other teams in order to go and get the big players and pay them 250 300,000 pound a week but he hasn't been able to do that yet because of the cope because of covid well yeah but with that i think with that the mate is a business plan a long-term business plan a clever one based around nfl games based around boxing matches you know it's probably about having that stadium full 50 times a year or something and the stadium earning money throughout the year I don't think it's necessarily tied in with having football at the success. You know, I think they'd like a successful team, but the first thing is it for it to be a successful business. And in football now, you either need a lot of money and a good degree of sense, especially in regards to recruitment, or you need a huge amount of sense and a bit of money. Leicester City, great example, great example. You know, a bit of money, fantastic recruitment. They know what they're doing somehow. At Tottenham, what I'm saying, you know, for me, I look at Levy, how many businesses, if, if a guy at this, at some point, even in the corporate world, a guy 20 years into it gives up, he stops, steps aside, and somebody else comes in with a, with, with a new vision. What's he going to do? What, 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 would, what would Daniel Levy do if he wasn't chairman of Tottenham? Is there, it's his purpose in life. He's not going to step aside. Yeah, I'm, I've got to be, you know, I look at that documentary and think, hmm, would I feel entirely comfortable as a player with this guy sitting there, earwigging everything in the canteen, keeping a view on everything? I'm not so sure, you know. Um, you know, and I, I, I just think the cult, the culture at Tottenham isn't right. And I don't think, I don't think in all the time, you know, we've ever had ideal owners. Would you rather have a chair? Would you rather have a chairman who is a fan who does? Comes to, I was surprised in the documentary that he was in the training ground every day and shaking hands with the players every morning. Or would you rather maybe it was there? For the cameras, maybe a little bit. I don't no, know. I, th- I think he's generally hands-on. I was surprised how hands-on he is. And he was asking about team selection. And, you know, and he sat down with Ndombele and, you know, tried to convince him that he was a good player. I think I think he does care. You said about investment. I think we spent 200 million, you know, only a year ago. I mean, we, we, we have invested. Whether that investment's paid off, I don't know. But, you know, Ndombele wasn't cheap. Sanchez wasn't, wasn't cheap. You know, we've, we've bought some... Expensive players, they just haven't all worked out. Well, compare that to Leicester. Yeah, let's just quickly, let's move on, because I really want to talk about uh, the United game coming up and a few other bits and pieces. Let's, let's continue after this very short break. I'm Tom, and I used to be sleepy, totally useless in the morning. I'd snooze my water glass and try to drink my alarm clock, or confuse my toothpaste with fungus cream. Cringe, but no longer, thanks to my Nectar mattress with its premium memory foam and Nectar cool technology. Every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399 and come with $499 of premium accessories. So rest easy and visit Nectarsleep.com. And we're back for the break. Uh, don't forget this season, we are in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur. We've got United coming up at the weekend. Uh, for us, I mean, it just shows you how things are going. For us to beat Man United, don't forget we're at home. Two to one, William Hill will give you two to one for Tottenham to beat Man United, which I think is quite generous. Kane is 16 to five 
to score the first goal at the weekend. Sun is 5-1. to one. If you fancy Spurs to win, both teams to score 19-5. to five. And this is interesting. Last week, we were 3-1 to one to finish top four. We've now gone out to 4-1 to one now to finish in the top four. West Ham are now above us 10-3. to three. Uh, Harry, uh, we mentioned last week uh, to be top Premier League scorer. Last week he was six to four. He obviously scored two at the weekend. He's now four to five on, four to five on to get the golden boot. Um, Salah at Liverpool is second favourite, seven to four. Um, Phil, and I, I don't think you're a betting man, but two to one, two to one to win at home against Man United, who. Uh, you know, I don't think a particularly good team either at the moment. I think it's, it's relatively generous. Yes, relatively generous, I would say. Um, well, we beat them, didn't we? What, six? Uh, what was yeah. it? Six to, yeah. Six one, That yeah. was then, six one. That was then, maybe before the Malays uh, set in. Uh, but uh, I can I can see us beating them. I, I can see us beating them. And we go, actually, maybe we're all right, actually. This is our time. <laughs> this is the problem. You know, that's this is what it. I'll happen. This is it. This is being a Spurs fan, isn't it? Um, we start believing again. Yes. And then we have Everton, don't we, I think. Is it Everton after that? Or Southampton? I think Southampton, so. I mean, obviously, yeah. our fixture list is now, obviously, now that there's no Europa League. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. it does make the run-in on paper a l- should be a little bit easier. Uh, Danny, I mean, United, I mean, obviously our best performance of the season was at Old Trafford, 6-1. Jose's ex-team always wants to do beat them. Um, But part of me is thinking, even beating Man United, I mean, even if we win on Sunday, can you really see us getting top four now, Danny? No, I can't. Um, I think the, the whole environment is toxic now. I think, you know, I think... I think that, you know, we've sort of glossed over what, what Hugo Lloris said in that post-match interview is the grab. That cut deep, that cut really deep. You know, there's clearly a fundamental problem there. And there are, I'd say, up to half the squad don't want to play for him anymore. Um, I, you know, I, I really feel fourth is gone. And I think Yar said it earlier, but I, 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 don't, I don't even think top six is, is, is going to be achievable. I think there are be- better teams than us right now, or certainly teams with, with more confidence. The only reason why we've managed to sort of hang around the top four spot is everybody else is, is also very shit. And Harry Kane. And Harry Kane. And Harry Kane. If, if Without Harry, Kane. Harry Kane's goals, I'm assuming we'd be about 12th or 13th. We'd probably be, be behind, we'd probably be below the Woolwich, I think, without we take those goals out of the equation. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but Danny, I mean, Danny, if you're, if you're Harry Kane... Surely you you are Tottenham's biggest asset. I'd be amazed if Daniel Levy isn't having a little conversation with him and his agent about what's going on. We want to do this and that and that. Surely, if if Harry Kane says I want another season with Jose, Jose stays. Or if he says, look, if you don't get someone else in, I'm off. I mean, surely those conversations be going on. Here's our biggest asset. But if you do think Jose should move on and they do pull up the money to get rid of him, what managers are out there? No manager coming in has guaranteed success. Boy, God, as a team, as a club, we know that. I don't think there's many great managers out there that you go, or we can get him. I think it's pretty limited out there, which I think is one of the problems. I think also for Kane and Son, who are our best two players, the idea of another merry-go-round and, oh, you know, actually, don't worry about that one. We've got Nagelsmann now. This guy's going to be brilliant. 
I just feel like, you know, we've all been in those, those relationships in our lives where you just say, do you know what? <laughs> I can't, I can't stand, I can't stand any, can't stand any longer with you. You know, I need, I need a break. Um, you know, if I were Kane, would you want the record? Would you want the record of Harry Kane? Would you want to stay on and beat Greaves' record? I think he will want to stay in England because I think he will want to bro- break Shearer's record. I'd like to think he'd want to break Greaves' record. Is winning, is is breaking Greaves' record more important to him than winning? Trophies? I'd probably not. Well, I think you'll you'll I think you'll remember him being the top all-time scorer at Tottenham, and then then a League Cup win in 2021. In fairness, look, he's already a legend. He's already a legend, yeah. isn't he? I mean, he, he's already done amazing, amazing things. You know, and, and, and you know, and like we said earlier, you know, Berbatov left. You know, Campbell left. Sheringham left because they all wanted to win stuff. Could could we begrudge him leaving? You know, he's. Turning 28. No, absolutely no way. I wish him well. Wish him well. And I wouldn't blame him. Let's he say he stays for the end of his contract. That's the, he's got no, you know, there's no move after that. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I think it's imperative. He's got to go now. It's, it's clock's ticking. You know, he's got to go now. If he wants a big move, you know, it's time. It's time is a, you know, it'll get to him. So he's got to go now. Phil, you just said, you just said, his clock is ticking if he wants a big move. How depressing is that to even say that? That Tottenham Hotspur is not big enough for a player now. This is the sad thing, isn't it? Jar alluded to it there. And putting aside my Tottenham supporting madness, uh, you know, he's right. We're not. We are not, are we? Uh, we are a big club, yes. But we're not that kind of elite, um, are we? So, in a way... Uh, you need an owner that says, right, I love Tottenham. I'm going to make Tottenham number one. I don't care what it takes. And I'm not in 10 years, not in 15 years. Once we've got a better business plan, they'll be going to build the stadium and then play some American sports. No, no, not at all. No, <laughs> not at all. No. We were the Spurs, you know? And that's why I'm sorry. We're supposedly at an elite level. So I do, it's like if you're paying £100 a ticket for an opera, at the National Opera, you expect great opera. This is not non-league, it's not a Sunday, it's not a provincial team out in the sticks. This is Tottenham Hotspur. But we are a big club. I mean, if Kane left, actually, how many clubs could he go to other than us? Man City. Man City. One of, one of the City, Spanish Man teams. Man City and Man United. That's it. That's it. There's not, there's there aren't many. many places to go. No. No, no, we are a big club. No, but it's that elite thing. I mean, if, if, we're, if we're a big club, where's the trophies? Yeah, this is what club, I'm kind of saying, really. Club, why do we choke as soon as the pressure's on? You know? Yeah. I mean, come on, we're all... None of us are happy, are we, in, on this podcast? None of us are happy. No, you, have... you guys have depressed me even more this evening. <laughs> uh, Let, let's let's look at we'll, we'll go back to the United game in a bit, but we've we've kind of touched on it here. Jai, you've brought out a track, Tottenham Always in My Heart. One could argue it with with sadly no more Chaz and Dave at the moment. One could argue this is could be the official, unofficial single for the Carabao Cup. Um, it, it's a beautiful dub version here. Leon, can you play a little bit in for our listeners to listen to Jar Wobbles Tottenham? Always in my heart. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a little listen. It's like it's like jukebox jury. It's one for the kids. We're gonna have a little listen now. <laughs> this is Tottenham. To me, it's not a project, not a click and collect. It's in my blood. 
in my DNA for forever and a day. We are Spurs. Come on, you Spurs! You've sucked me back in. You've sucked me back in. Well, I've I've sucked back in. Look, if we beat United, (laughs) 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 it's canonical. It's canonical. You know, you know. And if we win everything, and if we if we go on and we get in the Champions League, and if we win the league next year, I love Daniel Levy, and I did have one or two doubts, but Daniel's the man. I just want us to win something big, you know. I was going to name tonight's podcast. The title of the show was going to be Clutching at Draws, courtesy of Paul Kramer. But now it's got to be If We Beat United. Because people want to know, because it's so catchy and they're always in my heart, will we'll stick in my it's head. It's on Bandcamp. I, I've not, I'll, I'll be, be bringing it out on spot properly on Spotify and everything. Actually, maybe when's the, when, should I do it before the final? I mean, oh god, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I'll, I'll call my guy today and get it released in a week. Then yeah. get it up, and then when you do it, we'll do a link uh, on the podcast and, and Twitter, and, and and absolutely, I'm sure loads of people want to. Yeah, thank you for the final. Brilliant. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's from the heart. I bloody love the club. This is it. This is where they, they suck They suck you in. That comes across, yeah. As my son said famously when he was about eight, he just turned to me and said, I wish I didn't care. You know, and that was a beautiful... And that's something I'm always, <laughs> I'm always sharing that. So true. My boys are Tottenham fans and they seriously have a go at me. I mean, they oh, say, yeah. why did you do this do. to us? I know, yeah, yeah. Would you in, um, <laughs> in, in, in 2008, when we won the League Cup, I was with my son who was eight at the time, and I started crying. And he said, Dad, why, why are you crying? And I said, if you've suffered as long as I have, you'd be crying too. <laughs> <laughs> and, my son, and, my son is, and my son is now 21. And he said, Dad, I was oh. like, cried when we won the League Cup oh. in 2008. <laughs> oh, great. It's oh. unbelievable, isn't it? It's incredible because, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure I, I, I'm a little bit younger than uh, a couple of you, me and Dan, in the same age. Growing up, when I'm in that sort of 81, 82, 84, oh. it was a bit like when I was, you know, I was, what, 12, 13, that stage. I just assumed this is how it should be. I'm a teenager now. I'm going to grow up. 
You were early 70s. 67. 67. Well, 65, I start, kind of started. But 67. Then we won the FA Cup. And then 71, we won the League Cup, 73. We won the UEFA Cup, 72. It's like, oh, we always win. That's what happened. We win trophies. But it's just stopped, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> in that, in that era, in the 80s. Oh, no, yeah. In those era, I would book my European tours as soon as I knew the Tottenham games. So right. if you played Andalect, I'd book a show in Brussels and, you know, <laughs> and it was just, I was in the early 20s. It was incredible. You must have had some obscure gigs uh, in some Eastern European yeah. towns. Oh, yeah. Zimbrau. Zimbrau, Moldova or somewhere. <laughs> when we played Andalect, there was all that trouble in 84. And I went over there, my little firm of geezers, Gibbo, Penton and all these fellas and Willie Connors. I got them over there and I, because I did business over there and had a little label that distributed, I got everyone to dress normal, got us in a hotel, you know, ditched all the scarves, said, leave the talking to me, use my local contacts, and got a nice hotel, and then and then come out of the rooms, <laughs> come on, you spurs, all, that one and all that, you know. And yeah, we... Um, yeah, it was it was a great era, and it was... It, and the great thing is, we all know, we played great football. But even then... We shut ourselves in the foot and got rid of the best manager we could have ever have had. And that is, in fact, when the rot, in a way, started to sit in and we'd become a, a PLC and all that. That's yeah. true, Danny. I mean, I, I don't think we actually said it, but, you know, the, 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 there used to be a football club yes, there. Yes, and, yes. and you talk about, fair enough, you talk about fans. Irving Scholar, read his book, massive fan, home and away. And you could argue from a business point of view, his fan head got in, 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 in the way of his business head. He started throwing money at things, blah, 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 and obviously nearly bankrupted the club. So, you know, being a custodian of Tottenham Hotspur, Danny, you know, you, you, run, a, you run a successful business. You know, you, it, 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 balancing the, the, the love of things and, oh, let's do this show with, this makes absolutely no financial sense to do this. It's a very, very difficult balancing act, isn't it? It is. And also, like I said earlier, you know, are we in the top four clubs in English football? You know, if you actually look at the teams and and and, and the, the size of those clubs, you know, for us to finish above Liverpool, Man U, you know, Man City, Chelsea, um, Arsenal, dare I say it, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. And we've done it consistently, finishing above them. And, Yes, you know, we haven't won enough trophies. But if you actually ask clubs from other countries who saw us, you know, in the Champions League final, people go, Tottenham, they're a big club. I think we are seen as a big club internationally. But it's whether we can maintain it and whether we can go further and grow from this point. And that's that's the problem is, are we going to go backwards? You know, and, and going backwards is going, to be, is going to be the most painful thing. You know, going back to being a mid-table team or, or worse... Um, it's just something you know you, you, you can't face, and you know even under our delays with the you know with the front five, you know, it was enjoyable, wasn't it? It, it? Because even if you even if you lost games five four, it was enjoyable. It was, it was. But again, let's not get carried away. I remember Peterborough in the cup, Notts County, was it? And and I, I think a lot of us remember certain key games. But uh, as you you said earlier, Danny. You look at those sugar years, we probably didn't finish higher than 10th. 
which is shocking, which is, is unheard of now. I think we finished seventh under Joey Francis in one season, but the rest of the time we were we were mid-table at best and nearly got relegated. I don't think I don't think whatever happens uh, managerially, I don't think we're going to start becoming a mid-table team. I think we are a top six team now on certain seasons. We can finish third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. We kind of know that now, but it's absolutely key. Absolutely key, as we all know. And I know, you know, the old adage, no one's bigger than the shirt, no one's bigger than the club. But we have got the best striker, certainly, I think, in Europe. I think he's better than Leon Dosky. We've got the best... And the best number 10 combined. Yeah, you know, and I think it's key that we keep him there financially. Uh, I, I don't think he'll stay for the money. I think you're right. The, the, the worry is, and as Phil said, you can't blame him. I want to win trophies in my career. I don't think I can win them here now. Might the fact that, obviously, Levy's not going to sell low, is he? Might the fact that he's going to cost a lot of money actually, uh, obviously, help us, won't it? Because he may stay. He may have to stay. So, And he's got think. three years on his contract. Yeah, yeah that as well. you know, you're going to have to pay a lot for him. Who's got that at the moment? I don't know. Well, well, anyway, let's let's do a quick prediction. Job, uh, score prediction for Man United at the weekend. Oh, I've got, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to have to... I, I always bet against Tottenham. And that way, you, you know, <laughs> it, it never feels... If I'm ever confident, it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm sorry, so don't take offence. Tottenham won United three. Three. Oh, sorry. Oh, 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 my, oh, my word. I hope I'm wrong. I want Phil? to be wrong. Uh, but if I say that, I, it's almost yeah. like I'm publicly humiliating myself. Therefore, we'll win 1 0. But I'm oh. saying 3 1. It could work. Right. It could work, Chuck. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. That, I'm, that... Desperate. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I think I've got a fit. I think it'll be 17 16. <laughs> 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 and then in the second half. <laughs> It's really going to start. No, uh, no, uh, yeah, I think United. United. Oh no! Well, two Spurs away can... wins, no. Danny. Danny, what are you going for? Uh, you know, my gut feeling again for Newcastle was we were going to win that convincingly, and 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 I was wrong. Uh, I'm a bit like Yara in the sense that I like to think the worst, and then nothing. I can't be disappointed. I think I think we're going to lose two one. Wow. Think, uh, That's Sanchez. what I wanted to say, yeah. I don't think it was Bursa <laughs> San- we've ever had. Sanchez's own goal and a and a penalty. We'll give away a penalty. Oh, Listen to us. Penalty for sure. Yeah. I'm going to buck Just... the trend. I was going to go one all, but now you've all predicted a Tottenham defeat. I'm going to go 3-1 Spurs. And after the game, we'll be going... If we beat, we beat a Man United. We beat a Man United. Or oh, Chelsea dropped more points. We can still get this top four. Maybe Josie is the right man. Harry's going to stay now. And here we go again. And repeat. And repeat. This is the thing about being a Spurs fan. It's maybe, like maybe, maybe we'll finish third, and Jose, you know, in not even fourth, but third. Maybe yeah. we won't lose the game, and maybe Josie. I like it. I like it. I like it. And then Jose will be there. Maybe I am special after all. Phil, we're gonna we're gonna ask you because obviously Phil, uh, being the founder of this 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 poxy podcast many many years ago, and all the wonderful impressions. Any any managers out there that you know you could do that you could you could crowbar that in now as maybe next Tottenham manager. Anyone out there? I don't know. Oh. Can you do a Southgate? Southgate's quite difficult, isn't no, it? No, I've not really. It's been... very difficult. Yeah. It's funny. I'm not really watching him in that way now. It's yeah. strange, you know. Uh... Let's have Martin Joel. Let's have Martin Joel back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. Scotty you know, Parker. Scotty Parker. Scott Parker. Well, he's going to be there. He will be one day, won't he? I can see it. Can't you see it? I want to know, why can't we get Sidney Whale back as chairman? Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah, and the Richardsons. And yeah. I don't mean the Richardson brothers from yeah. south, south of the river. Yeah. No, but that's, <laughs> the, club, the club was run perfectly with Sydney Whale, wasn't it, Jar? We never had a problem. I would like to put back to that era. Yeah, I would do. Yeah, I would like to go back to that. It wasn't perfect, but... Yeah, oh, if, if no. only they realised what they were, what they was, it was what adult, you know, what they if if they'd known what was coming up with the TV rights, maybe they would have kept it, you know. Mm. Maybe yeah. Phil, Phil, what about uh, what about uh, end of the season being being uh, high red net back? Let's hear from Harry now. Yeah, well, Harry, yeah, I think it's uh, well, you know, I mean, if if you did bring me back, I think it'd be ever so difficult, you know, you know, it's a difficult, <laughs> you know, but I mean, you know, you'd have me on your side, wouldn't you? You know, I mean. You know, it's going to be, he's a good lad. Got to be, he's going to be ever so difficult. <laughs> 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 it, it's going to be difficult. Perfect. He always says that, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrific. But people have said, I've even heard rumours, get Harry back, get Harry back. I don't think that's the way forward. But I you. think, again, you, you, you look at the players we talked about go on the front foot. I think, there's, as I said at the top of the show, out that 25-man squad, there are 14 players good enough, given the right tactics on the fright. Look, we've already done it this season. We've got Man United at the weekend. We That game at Old Trafford, let's be honest, was one of the greatest away performances in, what, the last 10 years, Danny? Can you think of a better away display than that, that one? We absolutely tore them one. I can't I can't even believe that was this season. It feels like it was 10 seasons ago yeah, that we did it. Yeah, it does, but, it does. Look, I mean, the other thing is, and it's a much bigger subject than we've got time for, but the impact of no fans. And I, I just wonder, would, would we have played this way? Would Jose have been able to get away with what he's got away with as long as he has? And... I think betting on away wins just seems to be the thing every week right now. The amount of away wins for every team, there is, you know, there's no advantage to playing at home. Yeah, very true. Well, look, guys, uh, Daddy, thank you so much for coming back on. Jar, thank you so much. Good luck with the uh, track. Go out there, band camp. Tottenham always on my mind. Jar Wobble will go to uh, where can everyone kick us up? Because I I downloaded the the wonderful one you did the Jewish East End dub track about months two months ago. Where can people pick these up from? Oh well, that the old Jewish East End of London. That's that that's now you can get it on Apple, Spotify, um, and it will be available on as a physical format soon as well. Um, okay, yeah, that's so that's available, and I'm going to make the because of this podcast, I'm going to make the Tottenham. Um, song available um, by next week. That'll be Good. available everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that'd yeah. be lovely. Lovely. Phil, thank you very much for coming back on thank the you, show. Mike. Thank you, Mike, for having me, mate. Lovely. It's been lovely to see, see you again and uh, Danny. We, I, I, I do feel slightly better now. This is like therapy. It's basically... Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. This yeah. is uh, TA, Tottenham Anonymous. <laughs> uh <laughs> Is basically I'm, I've done. I'm on. I'm, I'm trying to do the twelve steps. I'm on step four at the moment, and I can't get past that. I still think we're going to win at the weekend. You're deluding yourself. I need a Tottenham sponsor. I need a TA sponsor to talk me through this stuff now and get me to the next level. When we concede those last minute goals, as we do, I've got my trainers. My family have to have my trainers by the by the settee. I'm getting them on. I say stuff like you. 
absolutely fuck it. And I get the trainers on and I run like the wind. I was <laughs> fast as a 62-year-old can get to running like the wind. I run like the wind up to the local park. Wow. And just run. That's what I do. And that, You're the Tottenham Forest Gump. Yeah, uh, that's it. I just have to run. Just keep running. Just run away from the bloody pain of it, you know? Phil, are you still running? Phil, you're a keen runner. Are you still running, Phil? I am. I am. I'm, I'm still on my streak, you know, every really? day for nine years now. Nine years? Day. Yes, it's wow. 2012. It's going to take every you ages day. to get home, isn't it? <laughs> hey, <laughs> come on. He's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Try the veal. Try the veal. Oh, God. Uh, uh, very quickly, just to remind everyone at home for premium content, including a daily news show, X-Play interviews, original documentary series on Spurs, go to patreon.com slash Spurs show, sign up there, and you'll get stuff from us every day. Next week, Theo Delaney is with Graham Roberts and Paul Miller. Oh, oh. We talked about the trophies. We've got oh. two of our finest defenders who've won Show us your medals. Yes. To talk Show about Tanganga, Sanchez, Rodon, Davis. They can talk about how to defend. Uh, so that's going to be a fascinating show. Maxi Miller, Maxi Miller. Next, next uh, week. Uh, gentlemen, anything else to plug while you're here? Anything else that uh, our esteemed listeners should be uh, checking out? Nah. There we are. Fair <laughs> I have to ask in case I, no, I, I forgot. Nothing to plug. Niche. Niche. Nothing. <laughs> Phil, Phil, just give us, uh, because I know people will moan otherwise, just give us a little bit of Martin Yole just to uh, end the show. Oh, Mar- Martin Yole, yeah, it's always nice. It's nice when you can do Martin Yole, you know, because it was also, uh, yeah, it was normal in Holland. Uh, you can see uh, also the girls together was also nice, but I don't, uh, I don't know why I said that. That was wrong. Uh, that is just my thinking. That doesn't come from me. It comes from the ether. Yeah, there were some, there were a few, there were some chances. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. There we are. There we are. That needs to keep everyone happy. So sorry. Love that. No, we, we, we love it. We were never tired of hearing your Martin Yol. You, you, yeah, I mean, you sound more like Martin Yole than Martin Yole sounds like Martin yeah, Yole. Yeah, oh, I know. Oh, didn't, hey, didn't we it love is. him? Didn't we love him? Martin was great, wasn't he? Wasn't he? What a period that was. Think it about was, that. yeah. It was. It was great. because that We was, had some uh, moments. We had some moments. Can I tell you the Martin Yole moment I had? This is when I knew it was over. Are you allowed to swear on this? Totally right. Yes, of course. We come out, we'd been beaten by Arsenal in the League Cup semi final. And Huddleston had been out, you know, he'd been, they'd, they'd just run rings around him. It, it just wasn't, it, we couldn't get hold of the ball and we lost, you know. And we come out, everyone very sullen. And I heard a voice behind me, fat Dutch cunt. And that was it. It was like, right, he's gone. That was my, you know, like the breeze in the forest, the, the fox comes out into the forest, clip, which way's the wind? I just heard a voice behind me, fat Dutch cunt. And well, I remember. Was, yeah, I remember he's gone. He's gone. And he won. And I well, liked it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, we all love Martin. Do you remember it? He actually got sacked at half time in the oh, Catafe. Was it against yeah. Catafe? This rumor yeah. ran around. <laughs> he's gone. He he's gone. He and he was the last to know. Dave in Road J Block 4 knew before Martin did. Oh, he was no longer that. Tottenham typical. manager. Oh, typical. Typical yeah. of Tottenham. Sacked the manager at half time. Oh. What a club. But we still love them. We love them. We, we love still them. love Tottenham. They're always in our heart. Until next week, come on, you Spurs. Yes. Come on, you Spurs. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs>